peace. Remember, we uh, passed the peace with either the peace sign or jazz hands. Jesus said, the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. May this peace be always with you. Time out for our calls to confession. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Confident in this ever gracious, never failing help, we come before the Lord confessing our sin and seeking forgiveness. Living God, in, your, in you we live and move and have our being. You call us to give all that we are and all that we have in service to Christ. But we hold tightly to our treasure, afraid we will not have enough for ourselves, and hold back our talents, afraid these gifts will not be enough. God, unclench our fists and help us to give fully and freely so that in all things we might serve and glorify you. Take a moment for silent confession. Our declaration of forgiveness, who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ. Christ who died for us, who rose for us, who reigns at God's right hand and prays for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, our sins are forgiven. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus. Thanks be to God. Our first reading this morning is from Psalm 99. The Lord is king, let the nations tremble. He sits on his throne between the cherubim, let the whole earth quake. The Lord sits in majesty in Jerusalem, supreme above all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name, your name is holy. Mighty king, lover of justice, you have established fairness. You have acted with justice and righteousness throughout Israel. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow low before his feet, for he is holy. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel also called on his name. They cried to the Lord for help, and he answered them. He spoke to them from the pillar of cloud, and they followed the decrees and principles he gave them. O Lord our God, you answer them. You are a forgiving God, but you punish them when they were wrong. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain in Jerusalem, for the Lord our God is holy. Savior, I come to thee. 
second uh, chapter. And it will begin with verse 15. Let us listen for the word of the Lord. Then the Pharisees met together to think of a way to trap Jesus into saying something for which they would accuse him. They decided to send one of their disciples, along with the supporters of Herod, to ask him this question. Teacher, we know how honest you are. You teach about the way of God regardless of the consequences. You are impartial and don't play favorites. Now tell us what you think about this. Is it right to pay taxes to the Roman government or not? Well, Jesus knew their evil motives. You hypocrites, he said. What are you trying to fool? Who are you trying to fool with your trick questions? Here, show me the Roman coin used for the tax. When they handed him the coin, he asked, Whose picture and title are stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Well then, he said, give to Caesar what belongs to him, but everything that belongs to God must be given to God. His reply amazed them, and they went away. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our sons and nephews truly enjoy laughing over a movie line that they remember from one of the Star Wars movies. It was the Star Wars movie Return of the Jedi. And there was a particular scene in which Admiral Akbar um, trying to help the Rebel Alliance, realizing that they were about to encounter an ambush, and he works out to the Rebel Alliance, it's a trap! Well, our sons and nephew, thinking about life circumstances, will giggle and laugh and say, it's a trap! And they laugh, remembering that scene in the movie. Well, such was the case for Jesus right here when he was attempted to be uh, uh, cornered by the Pharisees. And you know, the Pharisees were the, the villainous people who always gave Jesus difficulties and they were trying to trap him in this moment. Now, it's, it's, it's good to recall what happened before this particular scene. I mean, Jesus had arrived at the temple and he began by driving out all those buying and selling in the temple and overturning the money changers. Well, imagine how the Pharisees felt about that. And then he cursed an unproductive fig tree and then he had his authority questioned by the chief priests and elders and then he asserted his teaching ability with the telling of parables. And all this was recorded for us by Matthew. And you might recall that Matthew himself 
was a former tax collector. And he took particular interest in this encounter. For those of us who preach from the Revised Common Lectionary, I sometimes wonder what they had in mind for giving us a text that typically fits in during the Lenten season as Jesus was approaching trial and going to the cross. And while I can't ask them directly, my hunch is they're focusing on the lessons that Jesus was teaching at any time during his lifetime and that we should learn from those lessons as well as drawing a central focus a central focus on Jesus Jesus the Son of God so let's focus on this particular portion of scripture it begins with this then the Pharisees went and plotted to entrap him and what he said so they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians some versions say so picture the Pharisees huddling and trying to scheme about what they would do with this Jesus And so they sent, not them, they didn't go themselves, but they sent others to encounter Jesus. And also the Herodians. Now, who were the Herodians? These were supporters of King Herod. They were in that crowd as well. You see, the Pharisees did not want to be directly seen in this particular instance because the crowds were there the crowds who followed Jesus the crowds who listened to his teaching the crowds who were learning from Jesus there was a risk for the Pharisees to directly question Jesus. And the question, well, the people went up and basically they buttered up Jesus. They said nice things about him. They said, teacher, we know you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with the truth and show deference to no one. For you do not regard people with partiality. Sounds nice, doesn't it? And then they hit Jesus with the gotcha question. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? You see, if Jesus said yes, he would offend the people, the followers of Jesus who really hated Caesar and hated Caesar's tax on the people. And if he said no, then he could be arrested by the Roman soldiers for sedition. Either way, if he said yes or no, 
Jesus would lose and the Pharisees would win. It's a trap! The matter of being tested, as I said to the children, is something we can all identify with. We can remember growing up and what it was like to be tested and to have to respond to tests. This is something we continue on in life. And no matter what age we are, there's some test. There's a medical test, a psychological test, a driving test. There are so many tests that we encounter in life. And so we can identify with Jesus being tested. Remember, Jesus was tested by the devil in the wilderness. Jesus was tested by those with evil spirits. Jesus was tested with so many human conditions that he encountered, poverty and hunger and illness and more. And truly he was tested by the religious authorities of that time. And here he was being tested in the temple, in God's house. So instead of saying yes or no to the question that was posed to him, he gave a third or alternative response when he said, give to the emperor the things that, the emperor, that belong to the emperor, for the emperor's image and title were on that point. But he also said that give to God the things that are God's. And perhaps growing up, you remember the King James Version of this. Render under Caesar, uh, therefore under Caesar, the things that are Caesar's and under God, the things that are God's. So the question for us is, what is God? You know, from the beginning of Scripture, from the creation story, we remember the God who created all. We remember in Psalm 24 the words, The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. God has given us this world to live in. Indeed, God has given us our very lives. And God has given us each other. Perhaps the test we face is that we recognize that this world, our lives, and each other are indeed the Lord's. Perhaps the test is Will we treat each other as if we all belong to the Lord? Throughout every age and every generation, 
there are tests. May we measure up to the test, knowing what God has given us in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In response to the word, let us stand and say what we believe using the words from the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. May be seated. We come now to the time of offering. And you may leave your offering at the uh, uh, entrance in the offering place. You may mail in your offering. You may go to the church website where there's a donate button and present your offering there. Let us pray. We trust you, Lord God, to multiply the blessings that these gifts represent. We pour out your love and grace on those who belong to hear, who belong to hear your word, to feel your comfort, through the generous gifts of your spirit. Amen. We come now to a time of prayer. So let us pray. Almighty God, we begin our prayers with praise and thanksgiving for the beauty of this fall season for the blessings you have bestowed upon us, and especially for your Son, Jesus. Forgive us for not recognizing these blessings or trying to keep these blessings for ourselves. Help us to live the life that you have asked us to live. Help us to remember the words of Scripture that said, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Dear Lord, we lift up our prayer concerns this morning. 
We pray for those of us dealing with health issues. We pray for those dealing with family matters. We pray for those dealing with stress. We pray for those dealing with poverty. Dear Lord, we pray for each and every person listed in our worship bulletin. And we pray for Catherine. We pray for people on our hearts, knowing, Lord, that you know of those concerns. Oh, Lord, use us as your instruments of peace. We pray these things in the name of the one who taught us how to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
as we prepare to go out from this place and, and leave worship. Whatever test you are facing in life, remember that Jesus is there with you to be with you, to bless you. May we remember always the gifts of God to the people of God. Now may the love of God, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and bless you this day and forevermore. Amen.